I got for today Today is November 22, 2022. Yeah, we're at the last lap of November and uh, we're heading into December, so it's probably March night. Probably, you know, Christmas, then March night, and then a whole new year. And then we'll be at March night again. Because the days are short and okay. So, good afternoon, good love. Praying all is well with you. So, I'm lifting up my whole household along with me. And I am lifting you up in your whole household. I am lifting the kingdom family. Worldwide, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those struck down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even more. Yes, and we're lifting up children worldwide, lifting up travel mercies for everyone worldwide, especially this week and this season with a lot of people traveling. And we're lifting up all those that may be alone during the holidays or those that went through a horrific year, those that may have lost loved ones. I always think about those and those that are alone because I've spent a lot of holidays alone. And I know sometimes it can feel a way for some of us. Some of us just, you know, just say, you know, but for those that um, may be feeling away, I'm praying that you talk to the Lord. And you ask him, you welcome him in. Welcome the Lord in this name, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I come to you right now. I pray to be lifting up your body, Lord God, through your good news in the name of Jesus. Lord, have your way. Lord, show us you. Show us your true expectation. And, Lord, I pray that we receive it. We have a receiving heart today if we hear your voice let us not harden hearts in the name of jesus lord have mercy upon us the king's heart is in your hand lord we need help turn our hearts to you in the name of jesus so lord i thank you for this opportunity and i welcome you in i invite you in every part of my life every aspect of it because i'm nothing without you and Father, I ask that you completely take over. Let me decrease to nothing, not even dust, Lord God. You just completely take over. Squeeze every ounce of flesh out of my heart so when you speak, it's so clear and precise. In the name of Jesus, and I thank you for it. Let us hear what the Spirit is saying to the church to edify, reprove, rebuke, and exalt, and prepare your bride for your coming. In Jesus' name. So, good afternoon, beloved. So, what I came to talk about is we're still dirty if we haven't been washed. We're still dirty if we haven't been washed. Washing involves personal choice. So, I, I just had this beautiful experience with the Lord during the night. And he was declaring himself. And so I thought I was coming over here to declare, maybe I am, because he is God all by himself. Like, if we understood, you know, and it's, it's great to do these teachings because we have to teach. But God likes to 
declaration of who he is. All we have to know is that God is love and God is good. That should be suffice. That should be suffice. That should be our our platform that we do everything from. Knowing that God is good and God is love. What opened my eyes also this morning? I'm in Revelation 7. And so he sent me this word a couple of days ago. But I actually sat down with him with this word this morning. And I knew, like, it was going to be a book. But, verse 1, and after these things. So, there's other things that take part. But after these things. It's chapter 6, and that's like 1. Okay. So, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. Like, how powerful is that all by itself? Because, you know, we, you know, we're the corners of the earth, you know, but you know, south, east, and west. But it's, it's evidently visible, but not by us, okay? So it says, <clears throat> four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds. They're holding the four winds. So winds are also spirits. So the angels are more powerful than the winds. Because that's the order. Because they can hold them. The winds not holding the angels. The angels are holding the four winds. That's not even, that's not, I'm just like, it says the winds of the earth. The winds of the earth. I, I'm not going to look this up right now. I should have uh, looked this up this morning. But it was in my mind, too. But it's the winds of the earth. So let me see here. Uh, yep. Look at Daniel. You gotta love Daniel. Okay. Come from the four winds. I don't want to confuse nobody. So I probably need to just leave it there. There's four winds of the earth. And there's four winds of heaven. And I'm just going to leave it there. Okay? Because I can study that. So it says that the wind... Not even winds. The wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. If we knew how valuable things were, but we really don't, because you know, we would really, uh, well, not everybody. So it says, and I saw another angel. Ascending from the east, having the seal. That's what it is. People can talk about marks all they want. I don't want no marks. Give me a seal. Having the seal of the living God. Yes. 
And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given, to the four angels, it, is, it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of power. Yeah. God is, that's a lot of power. Saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Now, there's also a mark that goes in the foreheads and on the arm. There's also a mark. And so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't deal with the mark stuff. Um, don't deal with the mark stuff. But there's a difference between a seal and a mark. And I know people do what they do. And y'all do what y'all gonna do. That's, that's between y'all and God. But you, you, you're not putting no, no, no mark on me. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm going for the seal all day, every day. So, Revelation 13. Mm. Mm. Verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb, like. And he spoke as a dragon. So he's, he's an imposter. Okay. And he exercises all the power of the first beast before him. And causes, he's the reason for something. He causes the earth and them that dwell within to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he does great wonders so that he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Now this also happened in the book of Genesis. And deceive them that dwell on the earth. Deceive. Yes. God said, let no man deceive you. You need to deceive yourself. And um, by the means and deceive them that dwell on the earth by the means or in this way or in these manners of those miracles which he had power to do. He had power to do them in the sight of the beast saying to them that dwell on earth that they should make an image of to the beast which had the wound by a sword or word mm -hmm, and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. This is how, even in Matthew, you know, many's going to be deceived. That the image of the beast shall both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he caused this all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bonds, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. So they're getting a mark, which, so with this mark, mm -hmm, it says, and that no man might buy or sell, 
save or accept keys that had the mark. See, I'm, I'm just going to be hungry. <laughs> or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So it goes on to talk about the numbers, which most people think they know what it is. But. Okay, so then we go back to seven. It says, um, okay, they didn't got the seal in their forehead. Verse four, and I heard the number, another number, and I heard the number of them which was sealed and conjunction and there were sealed a hundred and forty and forty thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Of the tribes. I saw another angel descending out of the east, having the seal of the living God, and he cried with a loud voice before angels to whom uh, it was given to hurt the earth, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. I'm just playing. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed two, uh, 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Gad was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Asher was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Nephetali was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Manasseh was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Simeon was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Levi was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Issachar was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Zebulun was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Joseph was sealed 12,000. And of the tribe of Benjamin was sealed 12,000. Now, for those that don't know, that is the tribe. Those are the tribes of Israel, God's chosen people, the original people. Which most of us don't know who we are. Okay. So those are automatic because they are the original guys, the original chosen people. Yeah. So it's not even all 12 tribes there. Uh, one tribe is absent. And I don't know why. I have to study, but I remember reading something. But anyway, so after this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude. Now, many claim um, to be the Hebrews, but the Hebrews are scattered. They are still in the earth. The 12 tribes are still. There is no such thing as missing tribes. They're not missing. God knows exactly who and where they we are. Okay, so the thing is, the majority of us don't know who we are. We don't know who we are, and it is set so. Okay, and the world loves it. Yeah, don't know who we are, but if you study. And you believe the word. It's plain as day. Okay, so anyway. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, 
which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb. The word Jesus, the Lord, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. This is the one thing. There's a lot of things we don't know who we are. We're trees, we're grass, especially green grass, and we're upright trees. It's not all trees. There's particular trees that God names throughout the scriptures of his people because those trees are upright. So his children are upright. His house is upright. And this is the the whole point of getting washed, getting to know who Jesus is, because that's the only way we stand upright okay and that's the only way we stay upright it's not you know when the winds and the waves comes we might bend over but we're not supposed to break because we are grounded in christ when we are grounded in christ <laughs> okay it says and cry with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our God, which sits upon the throne and upon and unto the Lamb. Okay. And all the and all the angels stood around about the throne, about the elders and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessings and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes and from whence come they or from where? And I said unto him, Sir, you know. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. Okay. In his temple. And he sits on the throne, and, and he that sits on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For, or because the Lamb, the Word of God, the Lord, which is in the midst of the throne, shall feed them, and shall lead them until living fountains of water. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. This is the thing. The word says. And one of the elders, verse 13, answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and from which came they? And I said unto him, Sir, you know. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation. One. Suffer with Christ. Reign with Christ. 
and have washed their robes. Washing, they did it. And have washed their robes. So, for all of those that don't believe they have to study, they have to sit at the feet of Jesus, they have to get the best part. This is how you wash your robe. You're washed by the word. You are washed by the blood, which is also the word of God. So, we can create these imaginary relationships with God like we don't ever have to go into his word because God knows my heart. Exactly. He does. And he knows when our heart is not for him and with him because if our heart is for him and with him, we're going to do what he says. We're going to do what he says. Now, you don't go up on your job and some may, some may. And just be like, I'm just coming to work. I'm just going to show up. I'm not going to do nothing. Um, I'm going to be here for 35 years. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to get retirement, full pay, benefits, and all that. Now, there's some people that don't do their job at work. But we don't go there and do that. And then and then get mad at somebody that tells us we got to do our job because they may be a supervisor or the person sitting next to you that got to take on the extra load because they see you not doing your job. We don't do that. We don't do that. But when it comes to the things of God in the order of God and someone is saying, okay, no, this is not how you do it. This is what is written. This is what God is requiring from us. There's a big problem because many of us don't want conviction. We really think we can stay the same and get into a holy heaven with God. We really think we don't have to change our garments. Our garments don't, it, it says right here, white. Because fine white linen is the righteousness of the saints. That's what the word says. Many of us really don't believe we have to change. We have to do anything. It's all on God. He's given us all the instructions. He says to become a new creation. We don't want to do that. Any correction, rebuke, reproof, exhortation, indignation coming, we start to freak out and we start to feel judged. How are we going to come into the order of God if nobody can't tell us nothing? If nobody, if you can't ever be corrected, if you don't be corrected, you are not going to become new. Because if becoming new required no correction, then none of us, none of us would be unclean. Because we, you won't, you don't have to tell me nothing. I'm just gonna stay the same. Don't change. I'm, I'm just. And and I'm telling you, that's a rebellious spirit. That's a rebellious spirit because God is order. God is order. They have to wash their robes. And we have to we have to be washed by the blood. There's no other way. God gives the instructions. There is no other way. We are, it's not even people deceiving us. We are deceiving ourselves. That's a spirit. And if you can't be corrected, that's a spirit. That's a spirit. That's a that's that's rebellion and disobedience. And the word said it's better 
to be obedient than to sacrifice because you don't know what you're going to be sacrificing. You don't know because it's going to be that thing that your heart loves. It's going to be those people your heart loves. It's going to be that place your heart loves. It's, it's impossible to be a child of a holy God and never get corrected. It's, and how do God correct us? He corrects us directly, but he corrects us through people. We're all fitly joined together. We're one body. Nobody wants to be on the side of the body where the elbow is disjointed and sitting there talking about, don't, don't, don't tell me nothing. You're disjointed, man. It's an extra weight. It's an extra weight. And this is how we're living. Extra weights. And this is why people got to be praying so hard and fasting and doing all kinds of And many of us should be teaching, but we can't because we can't receive no correction. Even, even if we're trying to teach and preach, if you can't take no correction, God is not going to exalt you. Because that's a part. Imagine Peter walked, okay? Got corrected in front of everybody. As a matter of fact, the spirit in him got called out, Satan, you know. But imagine if Peter fell out and, and oh, God, Jesus, how dare you? Oh, wait, wait, wait. How, how are you going to be one of the chief apostles? And how are you going to draw 4,000 and 5,000 to the church and nobody can tell you nothing? They can't correct you. And you're talking about you're going to be doing ministry and you're going to be teaching it. I come to find some of the most rebellious children, if you look at their parents, you will find the reason that child is so rebellious, whether it's a little child now or an adult child, because they came from a household of rebellion. Could have been raised in the church, but they the ones spitting fire in the church. It, we have to be corrected. Our garments have to be cleaned. There's no other way. There's no other way. Otherwise, you'll get to the gate and you won't get in because you refuse correction. We have to be washed. We have to become new creations. I don't know how to do that on my own. I don't know how to, I don't know. I don't know how to do that on my own. I didn't know how to be a lady. I did not know how to do a lot of things on my own. They took people around me, probably beating me half crazy in the spirit to get to, to, we don't know. We don't know how to be fathers and mothers. We don't know how to be husbands and wives. We don't know. We have to be taught. This is why children get spankings. And then now this, and that's why people are controlled, killing Zeus. As soon as they get upset about something, they feel the answers to go kill up somebody. That shows you a lack of discipline. That shows you God is absent. Whenever there's no discipline, God is absent because he says, spirit of God, he gave us the instructions. But we feel like we could do it on. No, God don't mean that. Sell all that you have. Give to the poor. 
and follow me. Pick up your cross. No, he he don't mean that. He don't he don't mean you gotta give up. Why not? He gave up. Why not? Peter them forsook all. And so we get in a new generation and we don't have to do that. No, no, we can take everything that we have with us and still pick up our cross. Really? That goes against the word. That's a rebellious spirit. That's a rebellious, that's why that's why the little ruler he just left, because he didn't want to do that. He doing he said he was doing everything. He couldn't have been. You're not doing everything. You're not loving your neighbor as you love yourself. You want it all, but your neighbor. So how 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 we love our neighbors as we love ourselves and we can't be corrected? How do we love our neighbor then? We won't even get an order to help our neighbor. Because we don't want nobody to tell us. This is why a lot of marriages. Because most women don't want to be submissive to their husband either. Half of the time, we letting the wrong people pick us. Or we or we are fixing the wrong man. But that's one of God's rules. That's why it's better to wait until the Lord does it. That's why it's better. I'm telling you from experience. This is why it's better to wait for the Lord to do it. Because the Lord evenly yokes or equally yokes people. Even when it's tough, you have the Lord in the midst. God is going to always show up. When we're in obedience, when we love him, blessed is the man. And when he says that, he means that. Blessed is the man that honors God. Blessed is the man that wait upon God. Blessed is the man that trusts God. Blessed is the man that believes God is so good. He's good even when we're not. We see the goodness of God in our worst. We still see the goodness of God. God knows a lot of us have a rebellious spirit. And he's prolonging many of our lives just to get the spirit. So he gave Jezebel time. To repent and she did not and so the judgment is written we gotta know nothing that defiles heaven is gonna get in and rebellion is a is a no that's an unbelieving spirit so we can sit here and and pretty it up all day but if our garments are not washed we're not gonna be in that number if we're not going in there with no polka dot robes so, you know, we can we can value this outer thing and we can value money and we can value sex and we can value partying. We can value all these things that are perishable. But at the end of the day, you're not going to even look like this because this is flesh. The flesh is not going in. It's going to burn up with the earth because it has to become incorruptible because it's already corrupted. Because of the fall. We gotta we gotta get this thing together. We have to. We have to wash our robes. We have to do it. Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. But nobody can you, you can't wash nobody's feet with your feet dirty. How you gonna wash somebody else's feet with your feet dirty? I'm just saying, we got to get this thing together. This thing is real. People are 
not waking up, just sitting there one minute they watching TV and they just gone. Just gone. Might have had plans for the rest of the day. And it may hopefully it was hopefully they washed before then. But we don't know. A lot of us can't we sit there, oh so and so in heaven. No, we don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that now. Everybody going to heaven. But nobody want to be washed. Nobody want to be obedient to God. Nobody don't want to submit. Nobody don't want to surrender. Nobody don't want to receive instructions. How you going to go to heaven if you can't listen to God now? I send the word of God to the people, God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have the most blessed, blessed evening in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace.